What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cousin Cecil Show. I'm your host, Cousin Cecil, a.k.a. Mike Fowler. Coming at you pretty close to uh, the end of the road of... I'm going to put you guys behind the veil. I'm doing this podcast at <laughs> 9 o'clock and 9.51 Sunday night. So maybe two hours, maybe three hours before... The Cousin Cecil Show goes live for everybody. So yeah, just been a busy day. Nothing bad. We actually had just, uh, my my son had his cousins over, which was really good for him to have. So yeah, just more like to, like to me, be procrastinating. We like to be fast and loose with this shit. But yeah, how you guys doing this week? I've uh, been doing pretty well. Um, nothing really that much on the what I've been playing this week, but I did do, which is going to be part of a little bit of the story of this week was, um, I did get to play the resident evil village maiden demo. And, and all I can say is it's, it was, it was okay. It was more, which at the end of the, you finish the demo, which the demo is only like 35 minutes. Maybe also that's me. I don't think I rushed it. I was looking at notes, reading little stuff, but, but, uh, it is just a tech demo, like the, to the biggest of tech demos. Like there was not even no fighting. There was only two jump scares and the two jump scares are right at the end. But, uh, it looks gorgeous. I love, I'm a big fan of the RE engine. Like the one that they've been running, the Fresno Evil 2 Remake 3, and now and then 7, Biohazard, and then now Village. So I've already been a big fan of it. Uh, I really wish I was got into Biohazard, number 7. 2 is my favorite. 2 remake is awesome. I still have 3 on the back burner to play. But it's been good. And then just honestly, it's just been Fortnite, 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 this pup. I'm in a little slump of playing games, even though I have games to play. I think it, I don't know if it's because uh, the hard drive space and all that little rigmaroles of shuffling shit around. But for Fortnite, I'm at level 96 or 97, almost to 100. So I have Grogu as my back bling, and then I feel probably pretty more at ease of playing the game because I'll I will admit. The best time to play Fortnite is on Wednesdays when they refresh your quests, so you can get like the 22 XP ones or like the like the multi-step legend. I don't want to call it legendary, but those like uh, purple quests. That's always a fun little doodad to do. But yeah, that was basically it for me. For but let's get into some of the stories of this week. And like I was just said uh, on the I think the 21st. Resident Evil had a like a little 30-minute showcase about uh, Resident Evil Village. And also, they also unveiled there is going to be a multiplayer included with the Village. That's kind of a homage and like a salute to all Resident Evils. And let me look it up. All right. I did a little quick read, just a recheck on what I was uh, going to be talking about. Uh, so the showcase, like I said, was like 30 minutes long. We got to see gameplay of Village for like the, they call it world premiere. 
It looks beautiful, like I was saying in the demo. And then uh, they also announced like uh, the merchant from RE4. I think they're trying to hint at is now there. It's going to be called the Duke. And it looks like he does more than merchanting. I think it looks like you can upgrade weapons with the guy and all that stuff. So that's pretty neat. They also showed more of the antagonist. That's the bad person. Because everyone on the internet, on Twitter, and in general are really hoping that that tall, white, tall lady from it, lady, I don't even want to hash up the name. But it starts with a D, but everybody wants her to sit on their face until they tap out, which is whatever. Uh, you also see, like, either her daughter, which by far is the more prettier one, but it's really awkward to have these really cute-looking villains, and they're, like, makes you feel weird under your belt. But it was, uh, it seemed interesting. Uh, one thing also, like, I'm a, this is my, not like that. I was wearing headphones during the maiden demo, back to that thing. Uh, the one freaky spot was, uh, cause you didn't, I didn't know what I was getting into. And then right at the end, right when you get like, quote unquote, chased to get to the end and then to find out you're going to die anyway. Uh, uh, during, you just work on, uh, trying to get from one room down the stairs to another room. And you had to go back upstairs to find a key. And there was a moment in time I saw somebody walking through the stairwell. I'm like, oh, shit. And I tried to hide, which I think that's normal. But then on the sec, after I get the final key to get downstairs, in my f headphones, I hear, I'm watching you. <laughs> like, I, like, do all that shit. And then you meet the daughter. And she, like, you know, takes a bite out of you. Because apparently, RE Village involves... Some more supernatural things besides an infection, like there's like a vampiric type of villains, which is like, whoa, what's going on? Uh, and then I think I've seen some kind of like, uh, even the logo. The logo has like a, a wolf on it. So there's like, is there werewolves involved in this shit too? So I'm really, I'm really intrigued into the art village story once ever it gets more out there. I know it involves still Ethan. And stuff, but uh, but yeah, we saw that, and then they also showed because they were kind of hinting at it during the Tokyo Game Show, uh, because of the 25th anniversary of Resident Evil. Uh, I'll do the little one first. Like uh, they they announced that the Division Two is going to get some costume DLC for your characters of RE like you'd be look like uh stars or like the raccoon city police so i mean that's cool little snippet uh one but the big thing is that they are making this thing called re verse which is going to be free for village owners and it's just it kind of looks like just kind of i don't want to call it death match because i have no idea by the little 50 second trailer but to me it looks like it's like just a simple death match with care people, and then if you die, you become another character, like more like um, because what they showed, uh, Claire shoots Leon with like a grenade. Leon falls, dies, and he molds into looking like um, Nemesis. And then they also show like that some people can be the old man from RE Seven, where he's like that indestructible guy. That's some crazy shit too. So that's always interesting to see. I'm glad they're being smart in the sense they're saying it's free. 
because they did do resistance on the re3 remakes disc i haven't even i wonder if it's still being alive or any you get any games going on but looking forward to all that they also showed all like the collector's editions the deluxe editions all that shit like hey come pre-order now blah 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 but i am excited and they also announced it's coming out may 21st without me looking it up again i believe it was may 21st maybe may 7th i can't remember but it's going to be in may so that's really cool to hear. And they also did uh, confirm they are having it go on um, next-gen consoles, PS5, Xbox, uh, Series X. But it's also coming to the PS4 and PS or Xbox One and 2 also. So that's... Uh, they were hinting at it, so you know that means they were probably already had it done. So, I mean, it's cool, everybody, like, you know, for Capcom themselves to get enough uh, people anywhere. There's no excuses for them not to sell well or something here or say, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, it's really cool for that thing I'm looking forward to coming out in May. I might. I need to play 7. We'll see how that goes because I, I'm not that good at the first-person uh scariness outlast i couldn't handle because i don't i get scared i get i'm like Ugh. but we'll see two other quick notes while i'm looking for bigger news is uh apparently there is a knights of the old republic game coming or it's in the works but it also is a major rumor that it is being involved without ea and bioware that's pretty big news for that idea because that was like to be honest i'm saying it more because gamers they kept knights of the Old republic one and two on a mantle to keep bioware's name always in good aspects so it's kind of crazy to hear that they're like uh it might not happen so it kind of Man, is Bioware being that rough now lately? So that kind of stinks. And then also one, because I didn't want to bring it up, bring it up because they, they reversed it so quick. But Xbox tried to double the price of their Xbox Live Gold, not Game Pass, just the Xbox Live Gold. There were cards being sent out, like people are finding it on uh, Twitter and Reddit and all that shit. Like, like a GameStop had a card that said six months of Xbox Live Gold for $60. That was, that's the price of a whole year now. They were going to try to double it to be 60 60 bucks for six months, which is, uh, clearly got, um, outcries and backlash for it. And they were so quickly the next day they said, oh, nope, sorry, never mind. We ain't going to do it. Sorry. And they also rushed the thing that we've already, we've already discussed it on the cousin Cecil show. Uh, They also confirmed now that free to play games on the Xbox family. It doesn't need Xbox live to play, but that's more sad. If anyone, at least let's please. Can we hold them accountable for that? I've been talking on it on this podcast thinking they already did it. I didn't know they were just waiting for till uh like Halo Infinite 
to when they were going to do free to play anyway. So I'm more glad now just so that it can be said, you know, Xbox players can play like, you know, Fortnite or Apex without paying 60 bucks, even, even a year period to play it on there. Now that's good that they finally got that out of the way because PlayStation has been doing that since, since they've required PS plus for online, they've been always had free to play still free to play. And speaking of free to play, because that's how quick that was. The story, whatever, if they were held that, if they were going to hold that idea of change, we would be having 20 minutes. And then what we usually do, we'd be still curb stomping Xbox into the ground for what they're doing, some shitty things. But at the same time, I want you guys to remember this set that put, keep this in your little cap. Because if you think. If so, that's a good point. If Xbox Gold was going to go up, inevitably Game Pass is going to go up. And if everybody right now says it's just the best value in town, you guarantee they're going to ask you for maybe ten more dollars. I bet I could see it go down up to twenty-five bucks a month, maybe with some year uh, bundles that are you know balances it out. But that's another topic. If it, once it gets confirmed. Good on Xbox to backtrack their dumb ideas. But back to free to play. I see that uh, Genshin Impact is coming to 1.3 update. And it's going to come with like this idea, like the little event. You can get like a four star uh, Lilu, which is a character in the game. Duh. But the idea of a four star rating of her. And they've been just pumping away free updates the free updates for that free-to-play game has been making money for them that's i'm just glad to hear it that it's still clearly making some money so then they keep on working on it and granted it is a chinese uh studio so they probably have nothing else like in the sense of like this is our baby we're gonna just keep rocking until it runs dry so it was good to hear that but yeah more quick news because obviously this is how i roll uh valve has kind of also confirmed they're working on mo making new more games. Granted, obviously, you know how they had last year Half-Life Alex come out. So, they actually are confirming they're still trying to make some more games coming out down the pipeline. Nothing really confirmed yet, so that's cool to hear. Also, Sony Santa Monica has a unannounced game in the pipeline, alt too, but they're looking for... Uh, art directors for it so people try to guess what there's going to be the next game or what whatnot which i have no idea i'm not a person to try to speculate that kind of ideas i mean just to highly doubt it because like also for some reason this week they also had some weird news about like neil Druckmann also was talking about if he could do a a marvel video game he would love to do like a a game about Ghost Rider or Punisher, which would be very interesting if they ever got the IP, but I don't know if that ever would come to realizations. But also more for a kind of a poopier business-wise story, uh, Vicarious Visions apparently has just merged with Blizzard themselves under the Activision umbrella, but now Vicarious Visions are just uh, Blizzard. 
and now they are working on Blizzard games and also rumored to be the ones helping push the Diablo 2 remake faster. Kind of stinks. I thought they did really well on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered. And I want to, I can't remember which one they do it. Did they, were Vicarious Visions the ones who did Spyro? Or were they the ones that did the Crash Team Racing? But again, I mean, no one got laid off. So, I mean, it's, it is what it is, but it does stink to see that something gets engulfed into a, a thing that you're, I thought they were trying to do their own little thing, which was doing pretty well, but I guess not. Oh, and then I guess also I forgot uh, for another Resident Evil story. Apparently, uh, the rumors of Resident Evil 4 Remake is true, but it is now going back under the main Capcom umbrella of studio. I think, uh, I don't want to say Take 3, but a one of those type of company are, you know, side studios was working on it but now it's being brought into the main studio to do a little bit of an overhaul on it i don't know i guess i'm assuming they just didn't like what they saw or maybe maybe they just need to put a little bit more finishing polish on it to get that little resident evil pizzazz onto it but yeah that's one other thing and then also uh for quick off fortnite news i forgot to say uh the terminator the t800 model and Sarah Connor as some of the skins you could buy for Fortnite because of these bounty hunters. And I got them because I think they're pretty cool. And also, they also finally got out the Predator skin. So I have that one also. And that was a pretty fun thing. It was, it made, uh, the Predator came out, or the his NPC character, you had a fight on the map, went into this caged little jungle area. And since everybody knew where he was, it was a very, it made that little area hot to land into. Like I had a, you had to kill like maybe nine people before you could even get to the predator because everybody's just looking around for it or even killing you. Made it a pretty exciting couple days, but we got it. I got it in the bag and it was a good time. But, uh, but yeah, that's basically for me for gaming news. Uh, there's been a bunch of pushbacks on movies. Like I saw, um, a quiet place Two has been pulled from its May idea down to at the end of the year stuff. I mean, I guess we knew it was going to come. I mean, it kind of stinks, but also, you know, COVID still not COVID's here still around, still lurking, but we're trying to contain it. We're trying to see what's going on, but no one listens, but we'll see about that. But I do want to say uh, today the King Kong versus Godzilla uh, trailer came out and it looked beautiful. I like the whole sound and then also the rumored, if you look very closely, it sounds like there might be a rumored of Mecha Godzilla might be in this to be like the the reason why they band together, work together, some shit. I will admit also, it seems like Warner Brothers likes to make the same story just rewrapped and packaged. Like the idea of having Godzilla and King Kong fight, and then they're like, oh wait, we have to fight this bigger thing. Kind of like how Superman and Batman and 
Someone said Martha, and then, oh, we gotta fight Doomsday. Shit. So, but it looked really good. I don't want to. I don't want to talk down on it yet till I hear, see it. Because obviously, you know the the human part of the newest Godzillas has always been the weakest spot, and not even in a bad way because no one cares about humans in a monster flick, especially with the name of Godzilla and King Kong as your monsters. But I'm interested in like. King Kong, what is, there's a little green spot on his collar when he's on the boat. What is that shit? Uh, what's up with him and the little girl? King Kong. And then what is up with, uh, again, I want to know who is running Mechagodzilla. I don't think Warner Brothers has the balls to do 60, 70 style Godzilla and say like aliens or some shit. So, I'm trying to figure out who it's going to be. There's also big rumors. I don't want to spoil it all. It's literally been hours for the <laughs> since since it was revealed. I know I spoiled the idea of Mechagodzilla, but I could tell you like the whole uh this is in it, this is in it, this is in it inside the Mechagodzilla to explain like what the past two movies have done. So, I don't want to spoil that part. But but yeah, uh also, episode three of WandaVision came out, and I still like it. This one has been, I would say, better than the other two. Not because of in color, but also, I ain't gonna lie, the 70s jokes maybe was going so fast, it felt, oh my god, this is rough, but it was the most one that pushed most of the story, because we'll spoil it here a little bit. Uh, Wanda obviously got pregnant at episode two, but by, within episode three, she gave birth to twins. So that's how fast and something like it shows clearly something is going on. It also shows that Wanda, Wanda does know she has a little bit of control in this town because at the end of the show episode, uh, she basically wipes that, uh, Monica Rambo out of West West Side or West View. Whatever the fuck the town is called. But took her out of the whole little uh thing she's created. And at the end you see her in a field and a bunch of cars come out and see assuming it's sword. But yeah, and then also more interesting thing is like the neighbors know they can just tell things are ain't, ain't right. Like uh Caitlin Hans character was talking with the their neighbor who's the I think Ralph no not Ralph but it just um this black guy who is their neighbor who was sawn through their their uh like their concrete little sidewall like hey careful you're going a little past your hedges oh I guess so and you find out that the, the neighbors knew that Monica didn't, was a, um, an invader of this little bubble. But it just seems very interesting. Still wrapping its idea of this mystery. Still not answering no questions yet. But it's still okay. I'm still kind of, I'm still feeling promise from the show. I know some people say, fuck this show already. But I still am on the fence of like, just give it some time. I want to see the full season before I say this was dog poop or not. 
And also, uh, for another quick show review, because we've done for the Hot Picks Cousin Cecil show, uh, Euphoria's Part 2 with Jules came out, and that was pretty well. I would say Ruse is a little bit better, but also it's just because I feel Ruse came out and it was doing that that narrative like play conversation, kind of giving you an overlay of the the times we are living in today. But Jules is clearly the one that is trying to set you up for season two and explaining what happened in season one in her eyes. And the idea that she, she her part uh, pushed the story into season two the best. It probably had the the probably quote unquote better ending since it obviously leaves you on a hanger for season two. But it was really good. I really hope everybody will go on HBO Max and even watch this one or even watch the whole season of Euphoria before they even tell us when season two comes out since this COVID stuff has been messing up with. Uh, scheduling like um you know times to film it and all that stuff uh but i just still kudos to whoever casts people for shows they nail it on the head each time oh man it's it's still amazing but yeah and then uh i think that's about it for me this week i know it's gonna be short and sweet don't let it fool you up on because of me, quote unquote, rushing it to the finish line right now. It has been kind of a, a slow burner week for me in the sense of maybe keeping up and like, you know. But I just talked about the stories I care about and obviously just been one of those weird winter things. But yeah, this week's hot picks uh, for music. I lucked out. I got to find a track way earlier in the week because of uh, just <laughs> I was... I was dabbling through TikTok, finding, and this person was uh, highlighting new bands that won't, quote unquote, hopefully don't suck. And there's this song is called Self Medicated from the band Until I Wake. And they just started being a band in tomorrow, or to the day you listen to it on the 25th of January will be their one year anniversary of being a band. And I like the song self-medicated. There's only, they have a couple, e, like an EP with maybe four songs, five songs. And um, they're all pretty good. But it's a, it's especially, it's a band that hits home because it makes me feel like I'm back in high school because it's a emo, you know, angsty band. But it's a really good punk band. Until I Wake, self-medicated. Uh, movies. Oh, boy. I think my fiance is going to be surprised I picked it. But, uh I'm picking for this week uh, this movie called Our Friend. It is a rental movie. You can't buy it just yet. It's one of those uh, home premieres, so it was 20 bucks to rent. And it, it stars uh, Jason Siegel, uh Casey Affleck, and uh, Dakota Johnson. Yeah, Johnson, the girl from... Uh, 50 Shades of Grey, but it is a real tearjerker about stuff. It's about, uh, long story short, it's about this this trio. Casey and Dakota are married, and Jason Siegel is their best friend, and it shows how they meet, 
and the idea of Dakota's character gets cancer and how they come together and help each other with this whole situation. Uh, apparently this is based on a true story and you can read the real story from uh, it's an Esquire article called The Friend but obviously the movie is called Our Friend and it was a real tearjerker and I, I'm not going to lie about here but I did cry a lot I don't know why just by a rush and then uh, just you know being a person that um it just was a good it was a good cry to make me feel it was good to, and it made me go through my the rest of the couple of days since been feeling pretty good just because I get that you know those bad feelings out but yeah and then comics uh for comics uh the other history of the DC universe issue 2 comes out and involves um uh, I can't remember who the guardian and uh his girl, his his wife, who was in the Titans, I just can't remember her name offhand. And then for a more indie comic, just um, it looked like I saw Dead End Kids issue one. Looked interesting. You know, if you guys will check them out. But yeah, uh, until next time, follow me on Twitter at MikeFowler93, uh, Twitch dot TV slash Cousin Cecil C U Z N C I S E A L. Uh, yeah, then also, I forgot to also mention, uh, Warner Brothers, please don't do this. Do not make a sequel series of the animated Batman series. Just let it live. Just let it be a nice, well-packaged. We don't need more. But yeah, until next time, hopefully I'll have more time than, hopefully there'll be more news or maybe more interesting news I can look into. I'm still in that weird vacation stuff. I haven't been taking notes for the show. I've just been kind of running this off. But yeah, thank you guys. Till next time, be good to each other. Peace. Peace.